up? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Welcome to another Kako Tea. How are you guys doing this afternoon? As promised every single time, I'm going to bring you an exciting show every single week. And this week, again, like no other, you know, it's, it's kind of the start of the week. Even if I was here like yesterday, it's the start of the week. So it's a new week, new guests, and we're going to be keeping it hot here on Kako Tea. As always, as I promised you, I want to say big up to all those of you who are just tuning in if you're just locking in right now make sure you share some love share it live make sure you share it live hit the share button and share it live okay and don't forget to send me your shoutouts. let me know where you're locked in from so i can big you up you know i always like to interact with my folks who are locked in i see john is on and he's enjoying the tune if you're on right now send me a message let me know you're listening let me know you're locked in let me know you're seeing you're checking out this scene you're ready for this scene another big show for you again today here sunday afternoon here on kako tea i just want to say thank you so very much to the sponsor of this show digicel this show is seen across the caribbean 30 countries on all platforms Want to big up Digicel one time, want to big up Digicel two time, want to big up Digicel three times. Big up to Fabio and the rest of the gang out there in St. Lucia. And big up to, of course, the CEO of Dominica. I got to big her up all the time. Nikima John Baptist, uh, Roy John Baptist. Big up to you and the rest of the Digicel family. Hope you guys are having an awesome Sunday and you're ready for the show. I hope you eat your Sunday lunch. You had your lunch? What you had for lunch? What did you eat for lunch? Um, I haven't eaten lunch yet because I kind of woke up kind of late. So I had like breakfast when I would normally have lunch. Um, but I had what you want to know what I have? No, I'm not going to tell you what I have. No, I'm not going to tell you what I have because it entails cocoa tea. Yes, of course. You know, I always have to put down my cocoa tea every single weekend and make sure I put it down nice and hot. So I want to say, uh, welcome again to every single one who's locked in. Today, we got two guests for you. We're taking you to St. Lucia, and then we're going to whirl back and come back to Dominica. We have Moto. He's already standing by, waiting to get on live for uh, for today. And then coming up at 6.30, we have Rio. Okay, boom. So the show is about to start, and I hope you guys are ready to, to get to know the guests today. An exciting Sunday afternoon awaits you. I just want to um, give you a little bit of rundown as to how I know my guests or how I met my guests. Well, if I've met my guests, even if I, sometimes I I never know my guests. They, they, we meet for the first time on the show. Um, I actually met Moto um, in St. Lucia, actually, for St. Lucia Carnival, I think. I think that's why I, I met him for the first time. I think. I could be wrong. Anyways, I met him great great energy and i kind of give you melika mepri you know about the the bouillon thing and dominica i was kind of throwing some shade for him and stuff and surprisingly he went on stage he was about to perform and he made sure he bigged up dominica so he remembered so my my shit kind of hit him you know and and he, he he really he's always showed love to bouillon music and to to dominican you know i'm i'm dominican even if i live in canada but i'm dominican and you know we're representing you know for bouillon and he's one of the solutions out there who have made it out there with bouillon made it out there with so far doing his thing with denry and let me tell you he's blowing up the caribbean and i want to welcome him here on kakoti but before that margaret what's up how you doing nikki chief saint lucia is here locked in um who else is on? Who else is on? All you silent today? What happened to all you know? All you belly full man? All you too much um don't wait today? Uh, what, what going on? What going on? I'll make sure you share the live when one time you come on, share the live so that somebody else can get to um interact with us here on the show. Without no further ado, I want to welcome for the very first time here on Kakoti my guest this. Evening, he 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 laid back. I don't know why he feel like he could be so comfortable, and he like he rests back, pull up. My guest for this evening, make some love or shed some love to Motone. Yo, what's up? <laughs> How are you? What's going on? I'm fine. How's the Sunday trip? Regular, regular. Um, I'm in New York now, where I stay in New York, so 
we kind of locked lockdown for the time. You know, we can't mm-hmm. go out. I mean, you could go out if you want to die. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I like to do that. I've been inside just working on the music. Um, man, it's mentally draining, but what to do, what to do, you know? Um, just Tell, me working, bit doing bits. Tell me a little bit about being on lockdown. What has the the lockdown been like for you? Um, so I, I came from Trinidad um, Carnival. I mean, I did enjoy myself in Trinidad Carnival. Uh, left Trinidad in March. Um in March, yeah, about March. I went to San Lucia, did two weeks, you know, for a little vacation. And then I came back to the U.S. because, obviously, I had to start working on my music for San Lucia Carnival. And as soon as I got there, this thing got serious. Um, and though I oh, I always was somebody who liked to be home, I don't like going out and hang, hang out and do things um, other than music and running and... I kind of don't like the feeling of having to be in the house. Like, I like it to be, like, not required. You understand what I mean? It puts you, some you, want, you, want it, you want to choose to stay home and not yes, be home. I, I, Yeah, I want to choose. So it becomes a mental thing. Um, and then I, I, I realize I end up doing a lot of music. Like, I'm doing a lot of beats now, which I used to do. In like, when I just started music, I used to do beats every single day. Um, I realize I'm doing more songs, more so, um, more song ideas, and it kind of is a mental strain on me because I, I feel like every time, every day, if I'm trying to do something, it is it wouldn't be so like genuine. Like I feel like I need a little break in between my creativeness. Um, but when you don't have nothing to do, <laughs> you still I still end up doing the same thing that I don't want to do. But yeah. That's okay. that's my rundown. Before we get into the heat of, of things, before we get into the 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 gist of Moto, um, I always like to start off my show asking my guests who they are and, and who, because a lot of times, you know, people tend to think you are a certain person, but you're not. That's not really who you're checking yourself as. Um, who are you? Yeah. Who am I? Who are you? <laughs> okay. Um, all right, so guys, my name is Lashley Winter. Um, I was named after my doctor, well, my mother's doctor, um, because it was a life-saving moment that I'm actually here, and a living human. <laughs> uh, his name was Dr. Lashley. That's one, so I think that's very important. Um, I am 25 years of age. I am originally from Beaufort, St. Lucia, Grace Beaufort, which is the south of the island, countryman. Um, I migrated um, to the U.S. when I was 14 years old. Um, I attended Plainview Secondary School in St. Lucia. Then I uh, transferred over to um, Beaufort Compre. Um, I went to the U.S. I went to Barton College in North Carolina, earned my bachelor's degree in mass communication, uh, radio, audio production, and everything like that. Um, so uh, while I was in college, I wanted to be a runner. I really, really wanted to be a runner. I was really good in long distance. I did it in St. Lucia, um, <clears throat> and then I did it six years in the U.S., but ultimately it didn't work out because I got a groin injury. And if you don't know what a groin is, it's like your waistline, the ligaments right there got uh damaged and the track curry kind of fell off and a good thing is that um i um i was doing music while i was in college so while i was doing the work and i was running i was doing music when i was in the dorm in the dorm room and uh 2014 is when i mean do we want to we're not going to music yet no just no we're yeah. Go ahead. So um yeah, 2014 it, it broke out like um the music um I mean um and I also graduated uh from Boston College with the bachelor degree and as soon as I um graduated the music took off uh gradually because I got much more time to um put in and much more time to invest in what I really want to do which is the music and after that 
just became a persistent, consistent, and everything. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I'm glad that you mentioned your your schooling, your background, and stuff. Because of course, like most people, I follow you on social media, and one of the things that you said recently, or you posted recently, is that you had finally completed paying off your student loan. How yeah. did it feel? How did that feel? And how did you get to that stage where you could actually pay off your student loan? I would say music, 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 music. Uh, the money came from the music. <laughs> and um, I'm very thankful of that. Um, I'm not a big spender, so I know how to, I know how to save my money. Um, <clears throat> it felt really good and really bad at the same time because it was a lot. <laughs> a lot of money just how long did it take you? How, long did it take you? Huh? how long did it take you to pay it off? Like, what was the time? Okay, so I graduated, I believe, in um, 15... 2015 so that's that's 10 years i paid it off last year that's um i mean that's 10 years that's five years um <clears throat> so i use i i first started to pay like the normal rate that they want like the lowest rates actually <laughs> every month you know so i I, pay, I started paying off that and then three years um four years i paid that and then last year i'm like what the I told my sister, my my people, I, I kept on asking people, like, what should I do? Because then again, there is interest. And the more you, you wait, the, the more you're going to pay. So I'm like, I asked my, my people what to do. And, you know, they recommended, like, if I have the money, why just not pay it off, you know, and save yourself some money over the years. Um, so I did that. Um, I went online, did it, and they sent this little congratulation. I'm like, forget you <laughs> How, you know, how did you feel? Um, I guess good. It was good. Good accomplishment. Good accomplishment. Um, you know, got all the depth out the way. Um, the credit score did go up hey. tremendously. Hey. Yeah, the credit score did go up tremendously. So when I'm ready to get my house and everything, we're gonna be set. But You're it was good. a good feeling. Definitely a good feeling. Who who inspired you to? To, I mean, you say that, yes, you had the injury that kind of forced you to invest some yeah. in your music. But who inspired you to even pick up music as, because you could have picked up, picked up meeting, you know, while you were, while you were <laughs> recovering. Who inspired you to actually um, venture out into music? <clears throat> so even before I went to high school in the U.S., um, in Brooklyn, I live in Brooklyn, um, I, as soon as I got to the U.S., I bought this little laptop. It was probably a Dell, a Dell laptop, 15-inch. And I downloaded this program called FL Studios, which I use right now. I still use 10 years ago. I still use it now. Um, and I started doing little bits. You know, I started learning to produce. And there was no sort of influence. Um, the last thing I remember was, before I um, came to the U.S. in secondary school in Beaufort Comprey, I used to beat the drums. Like, I used to do this a lot on the, on the um, school desk. We used, to do, we used to have, like, a big parties in the classroom with me doing beats. Yes. And we used to get in trouble with the principal. We used to get in trouble with our homeroom teacher. That was the last musical influence I think I had. And I came to the U.S., I was bored in the house, in the house board, and um, I downloaded the program, started learning, and went through, high, went through high school, still doing music, went through college, still doing music, and <laughs> after college, gone. So really and truly, no influence, I would say. In terms of artists out there, who, who are some of the artists that you, you look up to? Or you looked up to even before you got to the stage you're at right now? Looked up to. Um, I'm a big fan of... Um, you there? You hear me? You're sticking I, 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 For a second. Yeah, for a second. yeah. You're, you're lagging for a second. Um, <clears throat> but I think most of it are much more self influence like i want to see myself do good so i i really don't look at what anybody else is doing but um i really love 
legends. I really love legends. Like um, I study a lot of music, so I'm into the, especially, inside Bouillon. I like the WCK, the first serenade, um, you know, from Trinidad, um, Shadow and them, Mighty, Mighty Gabby. So I study a lot of old time soca, old time zook, especially. I love Kassav. This is like one of my favorite um, French Antilles band. And they have a big influence in my sort of rhythm, I, uh, my songs too. Um, <clears throat> so I like old time bands, um, old time music. Um, my whole thing right now is classic sounds. Well, my whole producing style is classic sounds because of that influence I have from these older bands and listening to this older music from um, growing up in St. Lucia. The Zook music is huge down there. And mm -hmm. a lot of people don't understand like how this motto is able to get them grooves in this rhythm and different stuff like that. But I, it's basically studying the music, studying and growing up with it as well plays a big part. And you know, some other some producers just wouldn't get it. <laughs> yeah. Now you didn't just stay producing music. You decided that you were going to start performing. How yeah. did that happen, and why? I mean, you could have just remained behind the scenes. Yeah. <clears throat> Over some time, um, when I started in two thousand and well, two thousand and nine, I came to the U.S. Um, I started producing beats uh, from the likes of um, Mad Ellie, Crocodile. In, uh, that's art, Lucian artist I'm talking about. Um, <clears throat> a, a little boy called Cookie. Mm -hmm. The beats that you could hear there now and be like, what is that? Um, it became huge in St. Lucia. Like, 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 like big, big. And that was the kind of this. We didn't call it Denry segment um, at that time. We called it Lucian Kiduro music, Kiduro music, and it was a, a influence from Angolan music, um, from Africa. And um, while I sit back and I I check like see like everybody could try a little thing, I started trying. You understand? I didn't want to be in the background. I started trying, and I sucked. <laughs> I was not the best. Uh, singer or the best, um, whatever vocal wise. Um, I sometimes go back and listen to the songs. I'm like, what the, <laughs> what, what was I trying? But I did not give up. That was the best thing about it. I did not give up, though it didn't sound good. I guess um, the consistency and the persistence that I had, um, and the determination that I had got me better and got me where. I am right now. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, that's how I, it, it kind of gradually just came in. And I think all producers go through that as well. You know, even though though you like, when you start producing music, you also want to venture out into, um, you know, vocal and singing. Um, <clears throat> some producers is not good at it and some producers, because there's a lot of singers who are producers as well. And it be, it's a reason <clears throat> that's why, because they want to venture vice versa between the two. Yeah. What exactly? What is your market? Because you mentioned Denry, you mentioned Soka, you mentioned Bouillon, you mentioned your love for Kassav, um, mm -hmm. which is like, um, Zouk music. What exactly is your, is, your, is your market and what are you doing to grow that market? Right. <clears throat> My markets. I think I would much I would much consider soccer my market, like general soccer. Um, mm -hmm. because I'm not just a Denry artist, I'm not just a Zook artist, I'm not just uh you know, I don't um confine myself in one sort of area, one sort of genre. Um I started off with the Denry vibes from St. Lucia, local vibes. I used to sing a lot of Creole. <laughs> like all my songs is Creole, like Lucian Viewfort style Creole. Um, <clears throat> and over some time being based in the US, I look at, you know, these international artists um, from Marshall Monsanto, Pages Roberts, Alison Hines, Problem Child. And I'm like, how 
what is the formula that they use? You understand? And I say that being that I'm living in the U.S. now, I can't keep doing these uh, Creole songs and then the international market is not really understanding what I'm saying. Or, yeah, I'm singing Creole, it's nice and everything like that. But the mass is not getting it. It's not getting my music or it's not understanding what my music is saying. So, therefore, it wouldn't get as far, I think, mm. at that time, huh? at that time. Okay. Um, so I started um, thinking, okay, maybe I start, I should start doing uh, English kind of, you know, something for the mass, something for the international crowd. So I started, you know, getting the balance between um, English and Creole. So that's why even now there must be Creole in my songs. Mm. You know, I have this little balance where I think about what would the Creole crowd like or what would the Solution crowd like um, and then what would the international um, crowd like, like people from Grenada, people from um, Trinidad especially, what would they like? So I balance these two and get a song and then boom, bam, I catch both of the crowds together at the same time, you know? Um, <clears throat> um, I venture out uh, this year, Sadly, I would be venturing out um, to do cross music. And when I say cross music, it's something more like the pop dancehall, the pop soca, the, um, all these different genres that kind of the Americans like. like uh, yeah, the U.S. would, the U.S.A. people, like American Americans, would say, wow, I like this. You mm -hmm. know, it's coming from a Caribbean artist. But with the whole COVID-19 situation, um, I, I chose to like just hold these things back. And, you know, because when we go, when I drop these things or these songs, uh, um, and of course they're featuring some good artists, like big artists, uh, they have to have a big impact, a huge impact. Um, so I could cross over to that American market. And the songs I'm talking about is still soca. They're still, they still have the soca influence, but maybe like lyrics wise and certain rhythm wise that um certain americans or american americans would like it and um show some interest in it and therefore bringing soca to another level i have a question for you mm -hmm. <laughs> I have a question what do you think of of booyah music and its reach booyah music and its reach <clears throat> um i think there was um a certain period of time where it had its climax, and I would say that would be with WCK and them. They uh, back in the in the nineties or the two thousands. Uh, it was huge, especially in the French um, markets like Saint Lucia. <laughs> Saint Lucia loved uh, them some WCK, um, and over some time, <clears throat> well, like all genres, it starts good. And then it just goes down uh, because of the marketing and various other things that might impact that. Um, but from, I would say, 05, for 2005, 06, 07, 08, till 10, um, when they became like, a, I guess, the new style of the Bouillon music, like it became not like the real band, but sound the bouillon to me, that's my personal opinion. It lost its originality a little bit compared to like the real live band sound. It became more like electronic because we started uh, producing music from the computer mm -hmm. and different stuff like that. It kind of lost a little touch of the real um, bouillon music that we know of. Um, so I think maybe that's why, I don't know, um, marketing-wise, like all other genres of music needs really good marketing, really good songs, really good artists, uh, the visuals have to be out there. Um, I really haven't touched or studied that part of Dominican bouillon music. Um, I could talk for St. Lucia, but not really for Dominica as yet. Um, as far as that aspect or business side of um, things. But like I say, I think um, 
sort of just lose, lost the touch, but boom, bam, it came back in uh, two years ago with family. That was a really, really good time for Bouillon Music. Um, everybody knew what it was. It was really appreciated from the likes of Marshall Manson, Skinny, Dada Lawrence. Big up Dada Lawrence. He's been doing a really good job um, <clears throat> from the years. And now, you know, he got that, that big bow. Um, so, you know, people started respecting and learning what Bouillon actually is. Like, they know this, they know, kind of, they didn't know. But they started to know that this is the sound of Dominica, like two years or three years ago. Like, um, I'm talking about the international level, international scale. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody started to venture out um, and study, you know, that Bouillon kind of style of music. And yeah. From last year to this year with um Conchelle. The Bouillon is getting out there. And um <clears throat> I've always been influenced by it. Always been influenced by it. Uh, all my my productions. Um when we still first started with the Denry segment, um I started fusing Bouillon together with the Denry segment and it was epic from the Pim Pim rhythm, putting Marshall Montano on it at first. It just got out there, and I've always, always um, gave credit. You know, always give credit to Bouillon Music from Dominica. Okay. Now, you mentioned that um, it came out because of the like, of, well, it reinvented itself somewhat. Reinvented, correct. Reinvented itself a few years ago with the um, with Dada and his production. But what about other artists like um, like like Triple K and even Asa Bantam who's been doing their thing and Asa Bantam has performed on similar stages as yourself um, so where do they fall in terms of what you think the evolution of Bouillon has or has gotten to because it's almost like there's based on what you say like there's a gap so so what do you think you know in terms of that um they did have reinvented questions because people tend to compare you to or your performances to your artist performances and that's where, where i'm probably leading to because there is similarities in your performances even um um people I, i've heard people say that um i don't particularly agree with it but i've heard people say you um there are certain Performances that you do that are very similar to other Bouillon acts out there who've been doing it even before you came out. So, and that is why I'm asking these questions, not to mm. not to put you on the spot. It's just to kind of get an idea as to where do you put people like Asa who who rocked crowds just like you, and Triple K who performed all across the world. I mean, um, in your in your in your opinion, as you said, it's your opinion that it kind of lost its its gloss, but it reinvented itself coming out with data. How do you think, um, what, is, what is your take on the likes of ASA and Triple K and even the comparison to, to that? Um, <clears throat> Triple K has been, I mean, uh, uh, hmm. ASA Bantan definitely is a very talented artist. Um, I love the way he performs. He's confident. His songs is good too. Uh, Triple K is good too. Um, I would I would just say marketing, more marketing for them. Um, Issa had a really good year. Um, with um that song, uh, something crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess like <laughs> like all artists, proper marketing uh for the music. Marketing, marketing, marketing. Um, that's it. <laughs> now you mentioned you mentioned about uh, your indoors right now. Um, how has that affected you as an artist? I mean, I want to know the not necessarily the your your not just your mental state, but performance wise. How does that affect you? Um. Uh, you said performance-wise? Yes, because you can't perform. So how does that affect you in terms of... Oh. How do you feel? Well, yeah, of course. You, miss, you like. 
of course you miss you miss the the stage um but what can i do i should i perform for myself on my <laughs> tell them i better perform and act like i'm performing yeah but i you can't really do anything on my goal because all you have to do all i could do all i could do is music miss the stage miss the people miss the fans um um i'm i'm a little bit confused well i'm still studying to see what i should do in regards to music um as far as new music i would say mm-hmm. uh if to release if to hold back um so right now i'm just studying what what is going on right now um in the market uh, i don't think people are really uh i wouldn't say i don't want to say it wrong but they're not into music right now in the situation that the world is in like they're not though they will say they want the new music um there's no parties there is no i mean okay. radio but uh, you know the the when the new music is released it will get popular for a certain period of time but i guess after tricks for weeks it's, it's forgotten about you know understand mm-hmm. and you have to have really good social media presence to get that song popular this timing that we have right now and uh, everything locked down everything shut down people don't have the right mental states and different stuff like that so i'm just being careful as far as like new music goes uh if you had to change one thing or change something about the industry right now or in general what would it be uh what would it be oh. something in the industry i would change cracking up for that long tight that's a that's a hard one <laughs> yeah that's a hard one i never really thought about that something in the industry yeah and i've never thought mm-hmm. about and i can't think about that one on spot some of the things that you don't you don't appreciate about the industry like what are some of the things that you you be it how how we connect as a caribbean be it how we you produce your music or or how it's received by your own people be it how people interact caribbean people interact or they they, they love your production or even just your singing what what exactly would you change if you had to say because for example i'll give you an example um dominicans are very very um they, they love their buyo and those they not come and nothing bad about their buyo they'll strangle you right and to some extent i feel like they they don't want they don't necessarily want it out there unless it's under their guidance and protection you understand um and i think that's probably one of the main reasons why buyo remains where it is because we have a, a sense of like oh Keep it here. We don't want it to go anywhere. We don't want nobody else. We don't want more to yeah, anymore. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, for sure. Our music, right? We're very protective, and uh, when it comes to, and I speak for myself as well, because I get, I, I feel slightly offended. <laughs> I don't know why, and I'm sure probably other islands shared same sentiments when it comes to their genre, like, like probably you would with Denry and and um, Jab Jab for for um, Grenada and. Soca music, you see how send, you see how trade agents get on this soca music, right? I mean, look, take yeah. for example what happened with um, Poppy. Oh my God, I just drew a blank. I can't believe I drew a blank. He is the he was supposed to compete in Trinidad for Soca Mona. Mr. Killer. Mr. Killer. My God, I can't believe I I drew a blank. Right? But take for example what happened, yeah. right? So so you see, there is a level of of disconnect even though we appear to be united and you sound like i'm putting you on the you look like i'm putting you on the spot kind of but um you said anything right it there is a level of of disconnection or a certain form of like people are as much as we we want to call ourselves the caribbean we're together is one island one this but you see the segregation in in all of the islands on that on that note what do you think about that 
and what would you like to see different? Okay. Um, when I first started doing um, the rhythm albums, uh, that was probably 2015, 2016. Before that, there was a <laughs> there was a lot of disconnect for sure, um, especially as collabing collab wise or rhythm album wise. Um, I was the one, well, sort of. I mean, there used to there there was projects before, but all the projects I did or um rhythm albums I did, I featured every island on it. Could it be a Bajan, a Vency, a um, Trini? Well, I didn't feature all, all the islands, but like various projects was various islands to kind of bring that connection um, for the entire Caribbean to come together. Um, but I do agree that there is sort of this thing where we don't want our music to be exploited or our music style to be exploited. And um, I saw it firsthand with especially Dominican bouillon music um, <laughs> when Marshall and them started doing the, the whole family thing. Um, but I also saw the good out of it because it marketed it market bouillon really good. Um, the country benefited from that. The, uh, the local artists benefited from that. More people know about Dominica. More people know about the the roots the the name of the genre which is very important on the long run um but let me just let me just stop I, you a second initially though there was like no mention of Bunyo until dominican yeah. started causing an uproar exactly <laughs> that that was that was one of my issues too when so it's like, it's like, the project was released you were supposed to be doing this together. Yeah. Why not give us? Yeah. This when when that specific project released, and I looked at the uh, description on YouTube, it didn't had nothing about Dominica or nothing about Bouillon music, and over some time, we all made it a problem, and then eventually, um, it was changed and acknowledged properly. Mm -hmm. Um, um, but I also got even me, starting to uh stretch out my hands and venture out into different sorts of genres and um, vibes. I got sort of kind of backlash from St. Lucia as well. Mm -hmm. When I um, started putting this international artist on the segment, they're like, what the hell? You're not, you're not um, focusing on your local artists and different stuff like that, or you're not giving the local artists the opportunities. And imagine when I first started in 2009 to 2000 and uh, I would say 15 Lucian artists was getting all my rhythms for free. Every single thing. Yo, you want that rhythm there? Do your thing. No music business, no discussion of music business, no contract, no nothing. Just, I wanted to see something Lucian do so good. I just gave the Lucian artists the rhythms, do your thing. You could win whatever you win. I don't want your money. I, you could register wherever I don't want nothing. And over some time, when I started learning about the music business, I started taking it seriously. And, um, you know, I started being down-packed with my business and my rhythms and different stuff like that. And until now, I am... Um, but I never charge nobody to be on my rhythm, nothing like that. Um, if I see talent, I give the person the opportunity. Could be St. Lucian, could be anybody. Dominica, Trinidadians. Um, I want to see the music do good. Um... I push my limits as far as like um, merging genres together, merging Bouillon with uh, Saint Lucia Denry segment, merging Saint Lucia Denry with Zouk uh, or uh, influence from Trinidad. So you know, I I try to unite the most I can on my end as a twenty five year old music producer and artist. I try to do what I could to you know yeah. sound different, be different stand different um in this uh how you call it <laughs> hi hi <climb. laughs> uh, i was trying to say like back um there's a certain thing that they say um whatever wait in this um music business soca music business i just i'm speaking of business and and all of the things that you've been doing um you've you've gotten a few awards uh, but one of the things I think that must have been the most prestige was when you were named 
recently the ambassador for St. Lucia. I think it's a cultural ambassador for St. Lucia. How did you, how did you go up, get into that, that stage? How did you get there? And how did you feel when you found out that your country was acknowledging you as an ambassador? Yeah. Um, so even before that, um, you know, we, we, we actually tried. My management team actually tried to reach out. So from my Bandung Magdal in 2014, 16, 17, 18, um, I was still doing projects. I was still doing the international rhythm albums, um, you know, started featuring the Benji Galin, Thayan, Patrice, Problem Child, everybody on the rhythm albums. They were doing good. Um, we contacted the government and, you know, say an actual assistance, different stuff like that. Um, and we ain't get nothing back, you understand? And I just told them, you know what, that's why management team forget about it. And um, started doing more music, more and more and more hits from One Woman, Jamish Feeling. Um, <clears throat> from this year, shots and all these different stuff like that. And um, this year, they just sort of said, who is this guy? You understand? They, they started knowing, like, who is this? Moto there, moto there person, and 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 you know the before like during the times of Bendong and everything like it started becoming a ladder like it it took its steps and I guess it comes to the um the saying that nothing will happen before its time. Very true. You understand? So I told them at that time when they didn't respond to anything, just forget about it, and they came to us and said, you know what, um. We uh, realized that uh, we did some good, um, how you call it? I have the people there. Like, <laughs> like um, the influence of St. Lucian music. Like, I kept the culture uh, for the last 10 years. And, you know, they wanted to offer me cultural ambassadorship or brand ambassadorship for what I've contributed to um, St. Lucian music. And um, there's... All the people on it, like Teddy St. John, which have been doing a great job. Um, Freezy, Alain, Ricky T, really good artist that's been, you know, influencing different um, islands with St. Lucian music. So definitely a blessing. I definitely appreciate it. Um, again, the coronavirus or COVID-19 is really um, stopping what I was or what I had planned to do with it this year, but um, hopefully next year they renew it because it's only a year. <laughs> like, yeah, it's only a year. Hopefully they renew it and and they're able to assist or I'm able to do much more with it So is, is when it, the country or the world open back up. Is it based somewhat on how you portray yourself or your performance wise throughout the year? Is that, is that evaluate you after um, it, it did not entail anything like that in um, the package that they gave me. It's uh, basically if they want to renew it, they renew it with, for you. But um, I had some good things planned um, for it, um, especially uh, in the music business side of things. I wanted to do a few workshops so um, some soca artists to you know learn about uh, different music aspects. Um, writing comps and different stuff like that so that you know we have some a good foundation for the following year and every year do it every year do it so uh the music is preserved St. Lucian music then segment is preserved and um Marquez St. Lucia you know real different and real big great awesome um, yeah. once COVID is up what is the first thing you want to do what is the first thing when they tell you you can everything all doors open everyone is the very first thing you're gonna do <sighs> uh, music videos, music videos, music videos, music videos, music videos. I love shooting music videos. That's I did uh, video production in college. That's what I got my bachelor degree in. Um, and I have all the songs already ready. Yo, this year would have been so. What you say? Isn't it good when you can do your own stuff though? <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. 
this year would have been so great music wise like i was ready 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 like we had a good season in Trinidad from shots from no feeling um <laughs> we had so much music in Trinidad big ride mashup Trinidad clean and i was setting up myself for some sort of carnival i had some tunes and um you know when i i came up two record these tunes in a match and I said all right when I record these shows I'll venture out and go to various other islands and shoot the music videos and I was really excited for that and then came April shut down <laughs> so I definitely want to get into my uh, visual because I realized visual plays a big part in the success of a hit or mm-hmm. potential hit song um, releasing it without a music video sort of takes away from it a little bit. Um, you just have, have to work twice as hard. Um, but releasing it with a visual, it um, sells it sells the song a little bit much more and a little bit quicker. Um, people accept a little bit quicker because obviously people have this mental thing where they first want to hear a song, they're like, yeah, hey, I don't like it. But if they get a visual with it, it kind of they kind of understand what and um, different different stuff like that so um music videos and this is a little advice to all my artists from local to international artists in they probably know that already is that visual is a very important thing in the success of your song um <clears throat> after the visual is marketing marketing your brand your image is very important um, understanding your audience is another thing. You understand? Understand your audience and understand what the people like right now. Music is an ever-changing thing. Revolution, <laughs> the revolution of music is so quick. By the time you beat your eye, people don't like them style of music no more. People don't like that kind of songs no more. So, um, understanding your audience and what they want and revolutioning your 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 talents is, um, you know, sort of. The main things, but uh, back to st- back to the story is like music. Uh, music videos is the first thing I would want to get um together. Otto, after this, it's been a pleasure having you here on the show with me. Uh, really appreciate the time. Yeah. Um, I know you're putting in a lot of work because you you gotta you, you're hoping that once this is done that you could start putting out stuff and and also working. With, with other artists um uh, hopefully we can get to see you as a as a dominican hope to see you probably do some collaboration with because you know there are a few dominican artists i, I think recently you were in saint martin with rio uh, <laughs> rio that's my boy <laughs> rio is so crazy <laughs> I like it. yeah uh-huh. yeah so, um definitely definitely want to start start doing some stuff with um I mean, I had some stuff planned for Rio, but um, again, this whole thing. Um, definitely want to visit Dominica again. Well, definitely want to experience the carnival down there. I've never ever been. Um, you, you, you. So yeah, it's I'm, I'm, I'm organizing that. Not, not, not this. I've done San Lucia carnival, and not because I'm a Dominican. I've done a lot of carnivals, and I don't think there's mm-hmm. even like Dominica carnival. Like, well, yeah. Uh, not a fashion show. It is a calm and fat till the police say to stop, right? And, mm-hmm. and it's 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 an amazing. It's it's not because I'm Dominican to be quite honest. Because as as a Canadian as well, I've literally the last time I went to Caravana was in two thousand and eight. <laughs> like, can you believe this? Like wow. two thousand the last time because I. I found a lot of um I thought I found Caravana to be quite watered down. Um and they've taken out so many elements of it and they've tried to they've tried to make it so Canadian and I'm like, it's not Canadian, it's Caribbean, like let us do our thing, right? So I've kind of like pulled back from, from that. But just visiting different because I've been to quite a few islands for the carnival, including different carnivals you know in the states like you know when they they remake their carnivals for the states and for for the uk and stuff and 
honestly, nothing can touch a Dominica carnival. <laughs> like, like I kid you not. Yeah. So free, so yeah. It's you don't have issues jumping in a van. There's no blockage. There's no like. I mean, yes, you pay it to who wants like to pay. You're free. You're free. You're just free. And of course, there's no. If you if you have not experienced that, you you miss out on life. So hopefully we can we'll see yeah, for sure, for sure. next year for for, for Dominica Carnival. I well, the, the thing about Dominica Carnival, where the next program is like uh, it falls on um, the same date as a lot of a lot of um, other carnival or other island carnivals, That's especially Trinidad. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> So I find myself being stuck in in um Trinidad, yeah, most of the time, or all the time. Well, so, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully um, one of these years. Definitely. Um, and thanks again for taking out the time to to speak with me on faculty. Um, I'm looking forward. I'm gonna hold you to it. I hope to get some collaborations with some Dominican artists. Um, because you do you you although you've mentioned that you're not necessarily influenced. It's obvious that you had a level of influence from a few genres, especially, um, Buya, I remember seeing an interview where you actually said that a lot of what you're, you, the music that you produce was influenced by WCK. So I remember yeah. you seeing an interview about that. And, and, I, and I, I truly believe that um, there is a lot that an artist like you can do you know, in terms of collaborating and in terms of making a unified Caribbean and not have us, like, we, we so want to have our own thing. Like, I feel like it, it can break up <laughs> nicely. I don't know why we so. Everybody, like, <laughs> we want to have our own thing, right? We don't know what to be our yeah. thing, right? And and I remember when you, boy, people had a lot to say, you know, about, oh, who you think it is? I'm sure I think it is. Come on, take off, you know? <laughs> um, uh, um, yeah. And, you're doing your thing, and like everybody, you have to survive, and you have to keep on with your hustle. And and music is your thing. And if if it was not appreciated by people, you would not be where you are. That's true. That is true. That is true. So so clearly, some the masses are appreciative. Um, and I just hope that once you know you get you get to where you need to be, that you can incorporate a lot more of what you was your the roots. You know your your roots and go back to your roots in the sense of bringing a lot of artists because I think a lot of times we tend to forget where we come out and or, or who help us get to not directly or or but also indirectly and you know do a little bit of collaboration. So hopefully we can see some of that in the near future once COVID is done with business. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And, and good luck for to sure. you. It, with whatever you're going to be doing, especially breaking out into the international market, um, you have the potential to break out um, because even your the, the music, and if you listen to the music without the words, you know, listen to your your the music that you produce, um, completely eliminating the words of it, you can um, you can hear something else. You know, you hear something else in there. People mm -hmm. cuss, people are starting to cuss me. They're like, no questions. People want to ask questions. People <laughs> want to ask questions. Let me just, let me scroll up and let people ask their questions. Have, All right? They could ask questions. Let it, okay. So we have one. Margaret Seaman is saying, I've seen, I've been comparing your performances with that of Ace, and it's almost like a duplicate with a slight twist. How would you defend this? Um... Even before I knew Asa Bunton, I discovered Asa Bunton um, in Uber Soccer maybe two years, three years ago. And even before that, I was always a mad guy. Like, my performances have always been like, what the hell is wrong with this dude? Um, I used to dance a lot. I used to do a lot of dancing on stage. And after some time uh, and studying other artists' uh, performances, um, you become, like any other thing, you learn. You learn to get better. And I started learning my performance styles, um, started incorporating, started uh, talking to the audience, started doing various other techniques 
to get the crowd going and get uh, the people mad. And that's about it. You learn throughout time. You learn. You experience various things you, from parties, uh, um, from people, the advice people give you. Um, you take it, you critique it, and make it yours. That's how I defend it. I hope that answers your question, Margaret. Um, I'm looking forward to see what the other questions, somebody, someone said, were the questions, but I'm not seeing any more questions. So I'm seeing a lot of people, are, are, there are a lot of comments um, on, on the live. Um, someone is saying more to have, have you produced for Asa? Uh, we do have a song called Simon Say for Asa Benton. Me and him. And that was actually when I first met him um, on Uber Suka Cruise. We recorded that song. So, uh, somebody else has another question. DJ O'Brien is asking, what do you think about the future of Bouillon versus Silka? I, <laughs> I do not think that there should be a versus right now. Soka music is way too small for us to have a bouillon versus soca. Yes, we understand that there are subgenres. I consider soca the mother. Soca is the mother, and everything else is the son and the daughter. <laughs> <laughs> if if I if you get what I mean, but I, other people I, I can be like, all right, this, I understand. Like other people consider like their style of music is that that's their own thing that's that's them they want bouillon music they want especially bouillon music to be on the international scale in the american market that's what they want it <laughs> kind of that kind of mentality mentality has to go you know we have to drop that mentality if we want um caribbean music on all right let's say not soca music caribbean music on the international level in Euro europe um, seeing all these people in Europe loving Caribbean music, which is soca, which is everything. It's not just which is everything under because all the islands, whatever we do. But I, yeah, we kind of have to drop that mentality. I don't want to say that. I don't want to comment on Bunyo versus soca. Well, I, like, I'll tell you one thing: if we, if we had somebody like Mac Murray on the live right now, he would tell you that soca is not the mother of Bunyo, and he'd and he'd have historic facts. No, I did not say Soka is the mother of Bouillon. I no. say I see Soka as the mother, as mother. And, and, and everything as else. As a children, right? Yeah. And, and, and it may be the mother in the sense of in the sense of it's the one that's been betterly um marketed. Right? Correct. So it's Correct. There as and, and, and soca is not even considered a genre um by by as yes. Yeah. So, so I find like we just we I think that and I have to agree with you to some extent that we fighting over something that doesn't it's not necessary that we can really and truly I think we still need to give credit where credit is due. However, we when we promoting we should consider think of promoting as one, so that Correct. so that we can right. can grow so that it can even be considered. Correct. Correct. And um, the thing is, it's already all over the Caribbean. Um, um, I mean, it's not as big as dancehall, but all the islands are already considered, all right, soca, 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 soca. For us to bring another sort of genre and say, all right, bouillon, 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 bouillon. This is like, this, I think this is what's been going through the last couple of 20 years and that's why soca did not break out you understand everybody want theirs to go higher than each other so we need to stop that and we need to unite on and market the thing as, as one there's no sort of bridge it's one and we market it together um watch out kevin little um watch out kevin little uh, did his thing on the international market with um turn me on mm -hmm. you understand we had it we had the grass we had it right there and we let and go why did we not follow up with the kevin little why did we you understand just like dancehall did see how dancehall came and and just bow 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 on the american market and now dancehall reggae sort of is the every all american know what reggae is so all yes. americans should have known 
what Suka is with what we had with um I don't know if turn me on like even the arrow hot 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 even before turn me on we had these things there and the, it was in the American markets already I like to move it um that was but but whatever you understand we had it right there but I believe that we started fighting so much and we started to hate sort of hating that why is this up there and not mine and much that's the bottom line we we need to we need to we keep wanting we keep we preach that we're united but we don't act like we're united we're not yes that's yes, just the yes i understand definitely uh, yeah definitely um all right but i want to be one of the people i want to be one of the people to change that man i want to be one of the people to change that especially working towards getting on the american market or known on the american market um <clears throat> i want to create that bridge Aurelie saying, I wanted to say respect to Moto. I'm very impressed. A young 25-year-old with a degree doing his thing. Man producing and all. That's what she, that's what she says. Um, somebody, <laughs> Thank you. Um, Aurelie's my sister, by the way. Um, Jay Panthea saying, how do you come up with, I was asking, why do you come up with your, or how do you come up with your lyrical content for your songs? Do you need a beat first, or do, are you just capable of just composing a song off your head without a beat? Yeah. So I compose without the beat. Um, majority of the time, my sort of influence influences come from experiences. Um, going to different countries, different carnivals, um, going on, staying on the plane for so long, your your mind go crazy looking at the clouds and different ideas just come to me naturally. Naturally, it have no sort of um, like I don't try. I don't really try, it just comes. Um, um, the second part or second way is when I'm composing a beat actually and started um, listening to it, the music comes to me. The vibe, the, the lyrics, it just comes to me. I think that's that. That's I think, um, Edgar is saying, Edgar is one of my, my fans and he's, he's somebody. Mm -hmm. Who um was very much involved in music business in Dominica, and whenever he's on my line, I'm very happy, you know, because he's one of the influential people. So big up to Edgar Hunter um one time. Moto, thanks you, your management Frost out there. You know, big up to you guys doing your thing. I hope that we can connect again sometime when you start releasing other styles, other genres of music, and when you start really producing for other artists on an international um, 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 platform. and Other artists? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> um, yeah. But um, when I say other artists, they're not just Buyo, because you plan on going out there internationally. And I and if you're yeah, out yeah. your music internationally, growth, I, growth. You just, I would expect to see, yes, yes, Rihanna doesn't sing Soka or Buyo or Denry, but I would expect to see Rihanna on your music. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So, and I always like to to encourage, you know, and, and say, hey, you can do it. Like, why you can't yeah. do it? Why you can't do it? You know? So, <laughs> so when I say yeah. artist, I mean, like, I expect big things from you. I mean, you've grown very quickly. And like, like my sister was just saying, you're only 25 years old. You have, like, your whole career in front of you. And and you you on the right track i love the fact that you mentioned that you know how to take care of your money you know how to save you've paid off your student loan like so that is that's something that you're gonna and i want young people out there to kind of take that you know yeah we got into some of the, the the negative stuff yeah we got into some of the you know shady stuff but some of the positive stuff that i want people to take from from your interviews the fact that as a young man at only 25 you could have paid off your student loan you have a degree right and you're utilizing your degree probably you're not out there like me interviewing people with your ma mass communication degree but you're actually using elements of it like the producing aspect of it and the editing aspect of it which they teach you in school to make your your to make a lucrative business for yourself and and you're doing your thing and i want to commend you i want to congratulate you on that i want to tell you keep doing the damn thing because you do you you clearly you you get you you following what you think is the right path and it's working for you. Yes, definitely. So big up definitely, to you. Definitely, man. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. 
<laughs> thanks to all of I'll those. Try, I'll try. <laughs> thanks to all those of you who tuned in uh, to Moto. We're going to say bye to Moto. Moto, take care. All the best to you. We're going to be bringing on Rio. Rio is actually standing by in the lobby waiting for the interview. <laughs> Uh, he's, he's he's patiently waiting. Um, it was a pleasure. Yeah, Rio, <laughs> Rio, mad, Rio, Rio, Rio is something else. Trust me. <laughs> Rio, crazy. Thanks but again. Yeah. All the best. Definitely. All right, you too. Bye bye. All right, guys. You just heard a little bit from, um, of course, Moto out of San Um, big up to him and thank you so very much.